Happy Sabbath, everyone. Um, my name is Ahmed Jalal Jr. I'm a second year medical student at Loma Linda, California, um, in the medical school there. And I'm just here to share testimony with you from one of the ministries um, called At The Door Ministries. It's a uh, um, student-run, student-led, um, uh, along with other people there um, going out into the community. And I asked a friend to come up here, a really uh, special friend. <laughs> He's going to introduce a little bit more. <laughs> I'm a, I met you guys this morning. My name is Andrew Chung. Um, I'm in the ophthalmology residency. And Ahmed invited me to share kind of the story of how At The Door Ministry began. It was previously known as GC Ministry. It's back in uh, September 2014. Um, in my first year of ophthalmology residency, God placed it on my heart to, um, to pass out books like literature, uh, particularly great controversy in the community. And um, initially I was reluctant. I was like, Lord, you call me to medical missionary work. I remember it's not literature evangelism, so I'm going to just stick with the calling. But then he said... Um, he basically instructed me, you know, I want you to pass out books right now. And so I said, Lord, uh, I'm not going out alone. And so um, at a potluck, I tried to find my friends who I knew did mission work in the past with me. And Ahmed was one of those friends. And um, we got together, a small group of five of us. We went out and we passed out. It was actually the book. It was like a, the book about the story of Noah. I don't know if you guys seen that. And then eventually we started collaborating with Advent Hope to pass out great controversies and this ministry has just expanded to have different branches. Another branch you'll hear about in the, at a future presentation with Daniel. But um, it's just been some, a huge blessing for students and everyone really in Loma Linda to really have the opportunity to reach um, San Bernardino in particular. And I'm just going to give you some testimonies from that experience. Yeah, so one testimony from that area. Um, one of the things that you'll hear about San Bernardino, it sounds like the city of, I don't know, wickedness or something. It's, it's just horrible. You hear about shootings, you know, the hospital, it helps people who are sick, so they get all of the horrible things that happen over there. But when we go out, I can honestly testify, after going to different cities with the previous ministry, that San Bernardino, the people there are so receptive. I'd say it's like a 90% receptive rate, whereas in other places I've been to, they just, they don't want to hear it, you know, but people there are ready for, um, for God. And one test in particular was by a young lady. She's not in medical school. She's in, um, she was in behavioral sciences and she came out with us and she uh, may have been a little bit reluctant at first, but one door that she went to, she prayed with the people there. And we try to encourage them, you know, we're, we don't know what people are going through at the other side of the door and it's not us doing the work, it's God, you know? So we really want to pray with the people, give them that opportunity. And at this particular door, she opened the door and the person, um, after receiving the book, which was great, she asked, um, she was asked, is there anything you'd like to pray for? And she talked about how her son um, went to the doctor and was having seizures, and it was really difficult for her. And so um, her name is Katie. She prayed for this woman and her son, and she left the door. And you never know what God will do with the book. You never know what will happen later. But come to find out later on, maybe a month later or something like that, she went to a area in San Bernardino where they had... Um, a shop and she was able to get fruits, vegetables, whatever she was getting. And the woman saw her there and said, I remember your smile. I remember you. Do you remember me? She's like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. And she proceeded to tell her the day you prayed for my son, he stopped having seizures. And I'm here in medical school. I'm trying to learn how to, you know, give the things that it didn't work for this woman. And God did that for her to save her, you know? And you know that she's going to read the book now. You know that something is going on in her life. And 
I don't know. It, it just showed me how much that how much God is trying to do to, to win people to himself. And so it's really good to see, um, man, when people come together, what God can do and what he's willing to do if we pray. So just want to encourage you guys with that. You know, whatever God's putting on your heart, just, just do it. He's, he's going to equip you and do what he has to do to save people. My name is Elaine Versava, and I'm a third-year dental student at Loma Linda School of Dentistry. And I just want to say how humbled I am to stand among my Amen family. And um, Amen's very dear to my heart. As you can see, I'm shaking up here. Um, but my father once told me, you will never really understand what poverty is unless you've experienced it. And um, I don't come from a wealthy family. We started from humble beginnings. Both my side of my family were farmers plowing rice fields on a rice field. And, and my mom's a nurse. And um, she brought our family to the Middle East. And we lived there for nine years in Sultanate of Oman. And my parents were one of the founders of the first and only Seventh-day Adventist church in the country. And during that time... Um, Weekdays were on Saturdays to Wednesday, so that means Sabbaths was the first business day. And my parents stayed loyal and true, and my brother and I didn't go to school on the Sabbath day. And um, when they started the church, they called the general conference, and a vice president at that time, Elder Mitleider, I believe that was his name, um, came and visited the Middle East, and he told my parents it's so difficult to earn, to get a visa as a minister. The only way to penetrate the Middle East is through medical missionaries. And because of that, my parents dedicated their lives to raise missionaries. And um, my parents brought us to New Zealand because they knew that there was no future for my brother and I in the Middle East. When we went to New Zealand, I received my first Seventh-day Adventist Christian education, and I'm so humbled, and I praise God. I graduated as ducks of my high school and received the President Award at Avondale College, our Seventh-day Adventist college in, in Australia. But unfortunately, my dream was to come to Loma Linda. And, um, and so I declined the scholarship, even though it broke me because I, I, it was such a great opportunity. And my mom took the NCLEX exam and passed by the grace of God and um, brought my brother and I before we turned 18 to the country. Now applying to dental school, I didn't know I was going to become a dentist. I, um, I was grossed out with teeth and everything, but now I love it. And I will tell you this, I can't imagine doing anything else but dentistry. And I know that God has called me in this profession. So I applied for dental school. And my brother is actually a year ahead of me. He's a fourth-year dental student now. And um, I actually applied twice. My first application, I withdrew my application because I got into a car accident. And that was when I was like, God, you brought my whole family here. And now... <laughs> Why is this happening when I'm so close? And then I didn't realize that God was planning something so beautiful. And amen was a part of it. And I applied the second time. And what I didn't know 
I have a problem with pride. And I got into the waiting list. And I was so angry. I was so bitter with God. And I was like, really, God? Like, I tried everything. And here I am on the waiting list. And I felt like I didn't deserve it because I did everything that I could. And I went to uh, my brother, who was a first-year dental student at this time, was like, you know what? To get your mind off things, come with me to Amen Free Clinic in San Francisco. So I went. And what I didn't know was it wasn't, I wasn't supposed to be there, apparently. But um, God used that free clinic because Danny Kwan was, I met Danny Kwan there, and he was like, Elaine, you know Typhoon Haiyan hit in the Philippines. Can you speak Tagalog? And I was like, yes, I can speak Tagalog. And he was like, well, okay, great. Can you come to our second team, um, the relief team on May for to go and because they went on the first time when the ty- right as the typhoon hit, and I was like, yeah, of course I'll go. So I went. So I could. I just wanted to relieve my mind off the stress of applying to dental school. But what I didn't know was that when I went, I knew this devastation on the TV and the media, but I didn't. I couldn't imagine the tragedy and the devastation. It was just surreal. It was even after six months, and hearing all the stories were just terrifying. But when I came there, amen workers, dentists, medical doctors, physicians, pharmacists worked together, and there was this difference that I've never seen in healthcare providers before. And that's where I met my spiritual mentor, Dr. Steve Chang. And I'm sorry, I'm like really emotional, but... um, he actually was there who supervised me to do my very first extraction. And it was just so life-changing because the first thing he taught me was, Elaine, before you even touch a patient, we pray with them. And that was so impactful that you could just see the God's presence in that place and Every patient you touch, you know that providing like medical, like medicine or extracting teeth, there was just something different. There was something more that amen workers were giving these patients. And after that medical mission trip, dental medical mission trip, what I didn't expect was that it humbled me. It humbled me to the point that I got, I came back to the United States and I was like, God, even if I don't get accepted to dental school, I'm okay with that. Please just send me to more mission trips. And I didn't know that I was so jet lagged. I was waking up at 1 p.m. in the afternoon. And, um, and one, three days after I came back to the United States, I... At 10 a.m., for some reason, I woke up. I randomly just woke up. And I saw the flashing on my phone. And I picked it up because I had it on silent. And I answered it. And it was a call. It was, Elaine, congratulations. You got accepted to Loma Linda School of Dentistry. I just, I was just, this is like a dream. (laughs) Like, I didn't know if it was real. And I ran downstairs and I gave my mom a hug, and we, the first thing we did was just prayed. We prayed together. And now, 
I still can't believe that I'm in third year. We got through second year, guys. And I see a lot of my classmates out there. And I just want to say thank you, because I know I wouldn't have made it without you. And um, God has been so good in our class. And the thing is, we're up in clinic now. And one of the patients I met, like, we're getting patients now. I saw them, and they're like, are you student dentist Dr. Bersaba? And I was like, oh, yeah. And he's like, how do you know? And he's like, well, I requested for your name specifically to be my student dentist. And I was like, wait, why? And he was, and that person was like, you know the shooting in San Bernardino, right? And I was like, yeah. Well, what you didn't know that I am close, one of the, your brother's patients came here came and told me that your brother called them during the shooting, after the shooting, and prayed with each and every one of his patients. And I was just like surprised, because my brother never told me this. But what really surprised me was that I needed to follow that too. And amen teaches us not just to become physicians or dentists and diagnose the right, you know, come with the right treatments and diagnosis, but we can prescribe our patients the most beautiful gift, which is prayer. And the power of prayer is so impactful. And I love Amen because of that. And Amen is just so special. If you guys, I have a lot of other stories, mission trip stories. If you guys Come and share. I, I'm willing to share with you guys, but my time is short. I just wanted to share those few words with you. And may you, God bless you, and may you be on fire for Christ, and Jesus is coming soon. Thank you. Good evening. It's been a blessing to be here at Amen. The music, the speakers, it's actually, um, everything's been a real blessing uh, to be here. So I'm going to share a little testimony. It's a part of um, At the Door Ministry. It's called Health at the Door. It's a, a, a ministry that started about a year ago, and they want to do a ministry that, that a health ministry that was touching the San Bernardino County. Um, so basically what this ministry was about was they want to do the new start, um, the new start program or the new start kind of uh, model to give lectures to people in their homes um, and so it was a group of, of basically a resident and some medical students that got together and they decided they wanted to do this. So they, um, each time they'd go to the houses, what's, what it was about was basically they'd give a lecture on new starts. So the first one would be nutrition. They'd give a lecture on nutrition. They'd take the vitals of the patient, the blood pressure, the pulse, you know, the weight, uh, lung function. And then they would also um, close out with basically seeing how, how they can make changes in their life, uh, better health changes in their life. So, and then once a month, they would also, it's part of, it basically gives out a uh, cooking class. So at their own house, they give a uh, health cooking class, like a healthy cooking class, and see how they can make those changes in their, in their cooking. So... Uh, my testimony basically is a family that we met on one of the t occasions that we went out to to find new contacts to see how we could, um, you know, anybody that was interested in these lectures. So we found this family that was really interested. It was a, a father, and he was really interested. He wanted to know more. He's like, yeah, I'd really like to see how I can make changes in my health, how I can become more healthy. 
And uh, so we scheduled an appointment. We, uh, we went out. So it's two of us that go out to, to their houses. And we started talking to them. We gave them the first lecture. We did the vitals. We uh, did basically a little, a little sheet where we kind of review, you know, what are some things that are important to you as far as health-wise, how we can, um, how we can you know, educate more and, and learn more about health. And so, you know, we talked about that. The wife, uh, at first she was really reluctant. She didn't, you know, you know, cooking classes in the house. Like, I don't, I don't know about this. <laughs> and, uh, but, but he was really interested. And so he, he, you know, so we started talking to him. And little by little, you could tell that they were really getting interested. So we'd go week after, every week out to their house. And uh, first, it was, you know, the husband was really interested. And then the wife started getting really interested. And then pretty soon, even their two kids were joining us in the, in the, in the lectures. They wanted to, to, uh, to hear about it. And, um, the parents were like, you know, you can, because they first came to, to, to say hi to us. And then they're like, you know, you guys can go if you want. And no, they were like, no, we want to hear. And so it was, it was surprising because they're, you know, high school, you know, high school age kids. And usually they don't want to sit and, you know, listen to another lecture. Uh, but they were listening. They were really interested. And so little by little, we've, we formed this really bond with this family we really we bonded and it became a highlight of every week to to meet with this family um and you could tell that they've uh they've wanted to make changes in their life uh the husband's wanting to cut back on the meat consumption he he's he's noticing that you know meat's actually not that healthy and he wants to cut back on that uh the wife has uh, other other she has diabetes and other health issues and she's learning how to make changes in her life but the most important thing or the most uh, encouraging thing to me has been that um, through this health ministry, they've also, we've also been able to touch some of the spiritual side. And he's been telling us, you know, I go to this church, but I've been noticing that um, it doesn't really go along with what I'm reading in the Bible. And so he's like, you know, there's some things, I'm all about sola scriptura, he tells me. He's like, and now everything the Bible says, it's like, I think that's the truth. And then I go to the church, and they say something different, and it's not exactly what, what the Bible says. So, so I was like, oh, that's interesting, you know? And so little by little, you can see that there's this eagerness to learn, to learn more about the Bible. And even though it's, it started with the health ministry, you can see how the spiritual aspect came into, into play. And it's, and it's really been a highlight of, um, of my life um, to be able to go every week to this, to this family. So... I don't know. I'm, I'm sure it's been a blessing for them. I'm not, we're not, it's two of us actually that go to their house. And, um, you know, I'm not the best lecturer. I'm not, you know, I'm a, I guess I didn't introduce myself. I'm a fourth year medical student. And, <laughs> and uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not the best lecturer. I'm not anything like that. But somehow, you know, they're getting a blessing out of this. And, but most importantly, I think um, they're seeking to, to, to find out more about the Bible and it's been a huge blessing to me. There's, there's been, even the last time uh, we went out, so it's, it's, it's a highlight, basically. So last time we went out, yeah, I can't wait to go out there. We're going out to, to, to meet them, and uh, the, the car was on empty. But I was like, no, we can't stop. Oh, yeah, we should stop to get gas because, you know, no, 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 we need to get there, we need to get there. And so we rushed out there, and uh, we made it, you know, say if we give a lecture, everything in San Bernardino. Like he said, the people are—it's incredible how receptive San Bernardino is. Like it's—I've—I've I've learned already from from the few um, houses that we've talked to and stuff. There's been a huge uh, receptiveness of San Bernardino. But so we get there and um, 
we give them a lecture, we have that good chat with them, and then uh, in the way back, we, you know, there's where, <laughs> there's where it ended, the whole, uh, the whole luck with the gas. So we ran out of gas. <laughs> we ran out of gas on our way back, and uh, as we were pushing the car back um, <laughs> to the gas station, we were pushing the car, uh, we even, uh, a car stopped and, and pulled over and uh, helped us out. And this ended up being um, an Adventist, an Adventist um, lay person there in San Bernardino that helped us out, we found out later. But that's another, that's another testimony. But anyways, this whole, this, whole, this whole thing is to say that it's, it's incredible how uh, the health ministry really opens up doors and it really uh, lets you be able to talk to these people about spiritual things and be able to uh, connect with them. So that was my testimony, and it's short, and um, I just wanted to share that with you guys and encourage you that really um, people are, are receptive, people are willing to learn more, and uh, through health ministry, you can really, you can really open doors uh, to, to reach that spiritual side, too. Hello, and happy Sabbath. <laughs> well, thank you so much for letting me speak, amen, today, and I'm just so thankful and blessed and honored to be here, and I can, I'm pretty sure I can speak on behalf of my classmates, as well as other students that are here, that we are just so thankful and grateful to be given the opportunity to get away from school. Amen? <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but we are in during our midterm season, and I believe the medical students, you guys are during your test week. Yes? So we just would love to thank Amen for blessing us with the opportunity to come here and stay for free. <laughs> and we're just, because honestly, the Lord knows that I would not be able to pay to stay here. So it is just such a wonderful time for us to get away from school and to be able to refresh in the Lord and to be able to speak to others and to rejuvenate one another in Christ. Um, but before I speak, why don't we go ahead and bow our heads and close our eyes for prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you once again for just blessing us with the opportunity to just be with you, and we ask that your presence fill this room, and may your spirit just fill me, Lord. I pray, God, that it's not me who talks, but it is of you, and that whatever happens, Lord, that it may just be given to you all the glory and all the honor. We thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, I'm not going to lie here, especially on the Sabbath, but... <laughs> My classmate, Elaine, the one who just so beautifully spoke not too long ago, she, this is actually her second time, so you got me twice. The first time um, she came up to me, it was at, at school, at Loma Linda. I am a third-year dental student, and um, she came up to me and said, Trina, I would love for you to share your testimony. And I looked at her, and I was like, what testimony? Like, what does that even... I, don't, I didn't know what a testimony was, to be honest with you. And so I remember telling her, I was like, okay, you know, in hopes that she would kind of forget, because she said that I was going to speak on Thursday in class. And so I told... I remember I prayed that night, and I said, Lord, if Elaine really wants me to speak, she'll remind me. Because if not, when she comes to me Thursday morning, I'm just going to be like, oh, okay, I'm not going to say nothing, Elaine. <laughs> 
Lo and behold, 11.59 came in and Lane texted me. Like, thank you so much, Trina, for sharing your testimony. It's going to be such a blessing. And I was like, Lord, really? <laughs> so Elaine, again, got me to speak today. And, but this time, there was no prayer for me. You know, lo, Lord, don't have Elaine call me that day. Like, you know, I was really honored for her to come up to me and to ask me to share. Um, but so a little bit of my testimony is that if you were here earlier this morning, you heard uh, Karen tell me that before coming to the first conference that I attended for Amen, I actually was not Adventist. Um, I grew up in Moreno Valley, and I did grow up in a Christian home. However, we weren't practicing Christians. Uh, we attended Sunday service every now and then, um, but... God wasn't really the forefront of my household. And I grew up that entire way, went out to college, and, you know, basically did what I wanted to do. I never, I don't really ever remember once praying for God to guide me. I don't ever remember once praying for him to help me in anything. I really thought it was just me getting myself through school, getting myself through college. And... When I came back from college, I went to school back east, and I came back to California, and I knew I always wanted to be a dentist. And I remember just applying to school. And at that time, I didn't apply to Loma Linda because, to be honest, I didn't even really know about Loma Linda because I didn't really, I didn't grow up knowing much about the Adventist culture. I knew about Loma Linda, the city, but I didn't know much about the people who were in the city. And so I remember applying my first year to dental school. Again, I didn't apply to Loma Linda. I applied to every other school that you could think of. And for some reason, I did not get in. I didn't understand why, because I felt at that time that I had everything on paper that you could possibly want as a student. So I remember during that time, it was one of my most depressed times of my life because I always knew what I wanted to do. And I felt that I was basically on pause or stuck. And I remember my uncle came to me because at that time it was months going on and my parents were then asking me, you know, you need to get a job or what are you going to do? And as everybody knows, when you apply to medical school or dental school, it's a cycle. It's not like you apply and then you can apply the next month. You have to wait an entire year. And so during that year, I was just really trying to find myself. And I remember my uncle came to me and said, why don't you come, to me to come with me to church? And I said, okay. So I really had nothing to lose. So I started going to church. And the first service that I went to was a church in San Bernardino. And I remember the preacher just saying, you have to let go of who you are and join the body of Christ. And at that time, it just really touched me. So I basically, at that moment, really devoted myself to Christ. And I just continued to study more of his word. I continued going to church. And then I actually refocused my mission. And not really my mission, but God's mission. I was able to finally hear what he had to say to me. And he put it in my heart to start applying to certain schools, and Loma Linda was one of them. And I remember during the process of the application, 
I actually was not going to send my application to the school because I felt that I was not going to get in. One, because I was okay grade-wise, but two, because I was not a member of the Ventist Church. And I remember when I would tell people that I wanted to go there, they're like, oh, you're not going to get in. Like, you're not even really Christian. <laughs> and that is when you know that the devil is working. Because if it wasn't for God to continue to place it on my heart, I would never have taken that step. And to place it on my mom's heart to help me pay to apply for Loma Linda. <laughs> so, Lord willing, we applied and that was actually the first school that contacted me. And that was the first school that accepted me out of the few that I applied to. So fast forward, get to Loma Linda, and was really blessed to have people in my life who shared the gospel to me and who revealed to me what the character of God is and sat down with me and gave me Bible studies. And if it wasn't for my classmates who really opened up their heart and their home to me, I wouldn't have known who Christ is. And I'm forever grateful to them and forever honored to be able to say that. And I know when Jesus comes, when he does come, I would like to mention their names. But not only going to Loma Linda changed my life in that sense, but attending my first Amen conference drastically changed my life. And I'm being very honest. Um, Going there, I didn't want to come to the conference in 2014, I believe, in San Diego. But it wasn't until a couple of my classmates, who I see one of them's here that I came with, <laughs> and Elaine, again, telling our class, she's a, she should be the spokeswoman for Amen Conference at Loma Linda because she's always telling people about the conference every year. So praise God for that, that he places in her heart. But not until I came to the conference I was then able to tie in medical, I mean, missionary work and dental. Because going to school, I was just always thought that I was just going to be a dentist. I never thought that I could be a dental mission or a missionary. That never once crossed my mind until I actually came to the Amen Conference and sat down amongst people such as yourselves and spoke with you all. And at that time, I was actually really nervous to come because I was an Adventist. And I thought I heard that, oh, you had to become Adventist to come to Amen. So I was actually really nervous. Like, every time someone would say my name, I'm like, oh, my goodness, they're going to ask for my membership. Like, what conference I belong to? <laughs> and I really had no idea even what that is until now. <laughs> so the entire time, I'm just kind of nervous. But praise God that never happened. And praise God that you guys didn't shoo me away um, because... I was able to interact with people who were just so willing to share their story of where they went. I remember one dentist that I spoke to, he went to, I can't remember the exact place, but he went to this country and he was just sharing with me how dentistry was a way for him to actually interact with his patients and to interact with the people. And when he told me that, that's when I changed who I am. I felt that I am not a dentist, I'm a missionary worker who does dentistry. And I just want to let you all know, and especially the people here at Amen, how much that has impacted my life and how much my whole outlook on dentistry has changed 
um, as a third year, we're able to actually interact with patients. And I have been really blessed to interact with many patients who um, want me to pray with them. And there's one patient in particular, I always tell my attending when she comes in that I need the entire four hours. Now, I know that's a lot for especially dentists who are here, who are practicing in the real world. That's like, oh my goodness, I can see eight patients. But I needed four hours for this one patient because she is she expressed to me how she feels like God has called her to go to the school and that she feels that there's always, uh, from Loma Linda, she's heard that people are very nice. And I said, oh, you must have not met some, not some people. <laughs> well, no, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but um, so I sat down with her and we just prayed and it brought me back to when I attended the first conference because that's when I remember sitting here, well, in San Diego, not in Palm Springs, but in San Diego at one of the breakthroughs and they were talking or breakout sessions and they were talking about how to pray with their patients. And that just really impacted me and has stuck with me. So every opportunity that I get, I try to at least always pray with my patient. And it has honestly blessed me because the work is way more better, like way better than what I could have ever done. And I know that is only God that is doing that. And um, I just want to let especially the students know, my classmates, the medical, dental, that when we graduate from our schools, we're not graduating just with a DDS, an MD, but you're graduating with the, you're graduating with the highest degree ever, and that is Christianity. That is for you to be able to spread the gospel to others. And like I said earlier, if it wasn't for my classmates, if it wasn't for people within the community who took me in as who I, who I was, and I wasn't, you know, anybody, still to this day, not anybody, but if it wasn't for people such as that, dentists, physicians, who opened up their hearts to me and shared the word, I would not be standing here today as an Adventist, but most importantly, I wouldn't be standing here today as a follower of Jesus Christ. So I challenge you all to make sure that even though with the pickness and the busyness of life that dental and medical school have to offer, take that time to just pray with your patients. Take that time to hear their story because you never know what type of ending that story may be, but you will be able to see the benefits from that story once we are all called up with Jesus Christ. And um, last thing that I want to thank Amen for, <laughs> they kind of mentioned it earlier again, but um, I didn't get to say it. I'm no longer Trina Kinder, but Trina Chung. And, now <laughs> and by God's grace, I actually met my husband here at the 2014 conference. So... Not only was I able to hear about the, the food of the, of the gospel from Amen, but I also got a husband, a man of God. <laughs> so single ladies out there. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and I did. I told my classmates, some of my girl classmates, they were like, oh, where'd you guys meet? I'm like, Amen Conference? Oh, I'm going to that. <laughs> and I see some of them. So, <laughs> but again, before I leave, I just want to thank you all for attending this conference, and especially for the practicing physicians and dentists, um, for 
donating a, just a portion of your time to come here to speak with us because whatever you are saying to us, like that doctor who spoke to me has really laid such a foundation in my career and in my salvation. So thank you, amen, for everything that you guys have done for us as students, for putting us up in this beautiful place, for the subsidy, and also for just blessing us with mentorship. And I feel after leaving here that I can call any one of the people who are here, any of the, one of the practicing dentists or physicians here who would be willing to help me. Um, and I just, that is something that I believe, amen, you need to know that you guys are able to do that for us. And I can speak on behalf of all of the people here, especially the students, that we're just so thankful and truly blessed and honored to be able to be a part of such a beautiful, God-fearing organization. So thank you. This media was brought to you by Audioverse, a website dedicated to spreading God's word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse, or if you would like to listen to more sermons, please visit www.audioverse.org.